Welcome to From Earning to Learning, the podcast where we talk about all things education. I'm your host, Dave Franjosen. Welcome back to From Earning to Learning. I'm your host, Dave Franjosa. As teachers, we have so much being thrown at us in terms of instructional approaches, especially during these times as some people are pushing approaches to combat learning loss. If you follow me, you know how I detest that term and concept and its equally problematic partner, accelerated learning. I'm not going to go too in-depth on these concepts because I want to focus our time on something a little different, but it's a good segue into the topic I want to discuss. Learning loss and learning acceleration are deficit mindsets that are rooted in this arbitrary timeline of when students should have acquired certain content. And when you look at the research that supports tangible learning loss, the majority reference standardized test scores. Now I, as well as many others, have issues with standardized test scores. So when those tests are what's used to justify a position or approach, I take it with a grain of salt. And that's really what I want to discuss. How do we sift through all of the research-backed approaches in education and find what will really benefit students. And this includes my own work, right? Nobody has all the answers, but there are some great places to start conversations. With that in mind, I view all of these educational philosophies as frameworks, not mandates. And the art of teaching is understanding when and how to implement these frameworks, and how to be flexible within them, right? Our personalities are as different as those of the students that we teach. There are approaches that my colleagues are very successful with, but when I try them, they just kind of fall flat. You know, we're not the same, and we shouldn't try to be. And this is more evident now than ever with the abundance of blogs and podcasts and live streams. And I think the access to all of these different views is amazing and extremely valuable. But we do have to find a way to navigate it and find what works for us in the classroom. And my approach to this has always been very simple. Try it. See how it impacts the students trust my professional judgment, and adjust accordingly. So when I was looking to try something new, I always made sure I committed to an extended trial, at least a quarter or semester because change doesn't happen quickly. I made sure I provided a space where they felt their voice was valued, which led to a lot of honest feedback. And then I would look at the quality of the submissions I was receiving. Did the structures of their responses improve? Were the answers more sophisticated, right? So looking at all of this, there was never one approach without its flaws. So I took pieces that I liked and changed the ones that I didn't. What I found is that there are a lot of people with some great pieces to an approach. And by combining all of those pieces, you can put together something of your own that's pretty special. 
Thanks for listening. I look forward to hearing your feedback. For more resources, visit www.reimagineschools.com or reach out to me on Twitter at David Franjosek.